Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? Your life is full, Laurie Kilmartin. I, I thought we were taping tomorrow night. I know it. I know it. It's, and uh, uh, I had just switched bras. <laughs> to was, your sleeping bra? I was in my sleeping bra <laughs> in my pajamas. Well, and I well, we appreciate it, Kyle and I, <laughs> that, you, that you hauled ass. Because you seriously made amazing time, quite Thank honestly. You. Yeah, yeah. That's, guess what I did today trying to make amazing time? What? Drove over a piece of rebar and gave myself two flat tires on my passenger side. Oh, no. Let's light $300 on fire. Oh, no. Triple A is really happy that I've been a member for 23 years, and I haven't used it in about a decade. Wow. But every year, I up it. Well, I you didn't see it, obviously, right? No, 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 I didn't. Or were and you just like, I'm going to fucking flatten that rebar? <laughs> that's it. I was fighting the And rebar is that, that stuff that goes under a house? It's underneath concrete. Yes. Yeah, so and it's... so the, the, the curb had worn away, I think, because of the rain. Oh. And so it had, it, just, it had opened up this piece of rebar. And mm-hmm. I, you know when you sometimes cut into a gas station too close? Mm-hmm. And so I went over the curb. And I heard myself go over the curb, and I was like, "Oh wow, that was a, that was kind of that was intense." And there were can a lot you, of. Can you sue the city for? A damages? guy told me. A guy told me that I should. He came over from, and granted, I pulled into an Arco, so you know the, uh, the <laughs> quality ready. of humanity that is ready to sue somebody <laughs> is at an Arco. It's at an AMPM. Uh, so, uh, but I'm not going to because it was entirely my fault. But they should probably fix. They should probably lay some cement over it because sure. it's not just going to be me who's decided to drive have bad depth perception or whatever the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, yeah. So, but you made amazing time over here. Mm-hmm. Good for I you. Had, I had a I had a fun little set tonight. Um, oh yeah, at uh, Wolf Den, which is Wolf a, Den. Hold on, it's somebody's like front yard. Yeah, and remember, I told you I did a. Uh, a benefit for a politician. Yeah. It was in the, almost the same, like three houses down from that place. I'm like, <laughs> wait, I, re- I recognize this crazy road. This neighborhood is full of comedy gigs. <laughs> and it was outdoors and, you know, they had little, it's such like an LA, and... I love that LA thing of the, t- yes, are those mm-hmm. called tea lights? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, they're hilarious. You can tell that this town is full of lighting directors. <laughs> Because it's, everything is every, super well lit. Uh, everyone's yards are gorgeous. <laughs> right. And, and I guess, you know, maybe the drought's over. I, I don't think you should ever consider it over, though, because it, it's... Oh, and it's, it's not, cyclical. actually. Yeah. But but, um, but, but we're doing good. It's we're doing the only better. way you can actually control how your yard looks is by putting lights in it, because right, otherwise everything just dies. Yes. You're hearing Rabbit Hole possibly below us. Yes, for Meltdown sure. Comics uh, and Nerd Melt. Um, and so... Uh, it was fun. Oh, it that's was, great. Yeah. How much time did you get? I got like, like 10 minutes. Nice. And I did some stuff. It's, it's you know, there's there's a joke where I thought, I, I thought for a while, I know there's more here. This could be a gigantic chunk. And I yeah. keep trying to hit it at all these different angles. And it's like, you know, it's really, it's, it's not. It's just what it is. <laughs> it is what it, it, that's what it is. And I, even though there is more to it, I don't have it yet. Right. And sometimes, you know, jokes take like 10 years yeah they can <laughs> or two albums <laughs> to complete you know uh-huh. it's so annoying but i then i just sort of tightened it up and i was like all right it's just going to be one more joke it's not going to be a chunk and so you know it's it's fine but yeah. it's um not it's well, not what i thought, right, right. thought it would be well if you want to tell me the premise later or whatever no you've uh, heard it 20 million times oh okay so there's no no i didn't come up with some miraculous new no, angle no, 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 in no. the last four times i saw no. it fair enough but like all the little, I gave it space in certain parts of it, and yeah. every, hoping I would fill that space with more jokes or something, and then it just took too long. Yeah, and so now I've ta- I just took the space out, and it feels you know jarringly quick, but it's it's, it's a real it's a real joke. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome though. I guess it's yeah, fine. It's you'll fine. just feel read another joke late. Oh well. Well, this and then you know I got an email from my son's teacher. 
Uh, you know, he had to be separated. He's amazing. No. no. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. He's amazingly distracted. <laughs> right. And I think he's uh, constantly trying to get laughs. Mm. And um, but that's not it. If you're a teacher, yeah, I, that, that is hey, not I'm unusual. a comic. I don't want a fucking heckler. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like my son's the heckler. Yeah. In the class. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. This is not what I raised you to be. Yes, Tell and I'm that. like, oh, is this because I'm off always doing little spots and doing podcasts, you know, and so he's getting back at me, or would he be this way anyway? So now I'm questioning all my life decisions, and then I fucking forgot about this thing. Oh, right, right. Well, I think um, I think he, you do stand-up. He's going to want to do, like, if you were a plumber, he'd bring a wrench to school. I don't really, know. is that how they do? Doesn't. That actually that does, might, may or may not work out like that. <laughs> I don't that. think so. <laughs> I, did a, I did a storytelling show. I did yeah. like a half a dozen podcasts. And I've done, uh, I did an indie animation thing where I got to do a voiceover. Oh, yeah? And I think I love voiceover because, get this. You have a good voice. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, well, I do some, I have a couple of podcasts, you know. <laughs> and uh, But the, uh, the, um, the the voiceover you don't have to memorize the script you oh, could just yeah, have the right script you could work on it yeah you could pick acting choices yeah but you don't have to fucking memorize it and uh yeah that's a sweet uh, so day. it was awesome and then yesterday um my buddy greg fiddler is uh, pitching some sort of game show comedy game show idea yeah and so he wanted a uh, shoot like a sizzle reel kind of thing mm-hmm. and so um, we went over to his house and shot uh, he had some funny he had some quiz sto- show kind of jokes and it was Ian Abramson and Kira Sultanovich oh cool super fun um, yeah so those guys are hilarious everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's super funny yeah and um, our, my kitchen is almost done Dude, how long has it been undone? Five weeks. Oh it's my almost God. six weeks. Tomorrow night, they're going to uh, put the sealant. I was just showing Kyle the uh, the video of, it looks like uh, what I wanted it to be was sort of Doris Day's, because um, we have a 1951 tract house. Yeah. I wanted Doris Day's kitchen. Sure. So it's bright blue, yellow, and red. I'll show it to you. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, but it looks really cool. Like, it's mostly blue, so it's yeah. not, like, mostly yellow or red. Yeah. So it just looks, and he thought it looked like uh, Zelda. He looked like thought it looked like a video game. Oh, cool. So, yeah. And uh, There's super this, fun. Uh... <laughs> that was very polite. Well played. <laughs> that's, how, that's how disconcerted she is that she's late. She didn't even make fun of it. She was just like, oh, good. Oh, good. Very polite. <laughs> I thought you, Zelda Fitzgerald. I was like, yeah. I was trying to like the Algonquin Round Table. We thought we no, were talking. No, that wasn't the Algonquin. I know, that was, it was Escar, earlier, it right? Yeah, it was before. Um, but um, <laughs> I love that we're that we're not that old, you guys. <laughs> um, Gerald. But uh, but well, maybe she had a kitchen, iconic kitchen. I don't know. Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she? Why not? The house It'd be good. on Egg Hill, or was it Egg I, Hill? I don't. I don't know. West I don't know. Egg. West, West Egg. Yes, right. Kyle's well read, you guys. Kyle's well educated. Good for him. How many times does he withhold information, just letting us babble <laughs> ignorantly about stuff? Uh, I, 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 <laughs> 50-50. I was going to say that's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> the man holding us back. It's. Uh, oh, by the way, did you yes. end up watching? Because I asked you if you were going to watch the trailer. Because I know you wouldn't watch the movie. Because ne- no, nobody should watch the movie. No, guess what? I was going to do all my Jackie stuff. Tomorrow, tomorrow, because the gonna... podcast is tomorrow. Uh, sadly, not tomorrow. Wednesdays. <laughs> We're going to be doing it Wednesday nights now uh, in, in the foreseeable future until I'm gone. All right. And uh, But the, uh, yeah, so, but the comedian, which is Robert De Niro playing an asshat. Oh, uh, that trailer. Yeah, the trailer okay. for that. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's, uh, it's him. I, I can't remember... But I watched Josh it. Josh Gad is in it. Is that right? <laughs> I'm sure. Isn't he the guy who played Ogloff on the Frozen? Yeah. And he plays Maybe. the dog in the, the, the dog well, movie. Well, I'm glad he has an actual human part this time. Yeah, this is nice. <laughs> except for that he played a comic. Is that a human part? First of is all, it really? Uh, huh? You come on. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've heard it's awful. Well, it actually. Which makes me almost want to watch it. Well, it, I, 
it actually, I love failure when when it comes to stand up <laughs> movies about stand up because you can't do it. So fucking stop trying, okay? <laughs> you what you need to do? You need a comic who's willing to give up their material and their let a it material. be used. Yes. yes, their a material without. But you're not going to let them star in it. You're going to give your a material. No one would give their a material to Robert De Niro. I don't give a fuck who it is. Right? Nobody. It's would. not happening because that takes decades to come up with. You're right. not going to hand it to De Niro. Right. So there, you're now you're going to get a screenwriter's version of what stand-up is. Yep. Which is not funny. No. That's why and, it's so fucking hard. <laughs> because it well, takes years and years, and you can't do it in final draft on a deadline, okay? I'll tell you this. is the My problem with watching stand-up on, uh, besides, of course, that nobody's going to give up their material, mm-hmm. is that watching stand-up on television already has that disconnect. Right, You know, right, stand-up right. is best seen live. Yes. And then, my opinion... Stand-up is then best heard just as audio. Yeah. And then uh, video. And then video. Yeah. And so if you're doing a movie about stand-up comedy, you're not even... It's not even like a Conan set. Yeah. You have... Uh, you have a set that is happening in front of a fake audience who are actors. It's an actor doing comedy with an, uh, a room full of actors laughing at it. And then there's a nine-camera shoot. And so it's too many layers of of glass. You can't hear it, right. in my opinion. I agree. It's like fish. You're like trying to yeah, tell yeah, jokes yeah, yeah. through water. It's impossible. I, I agree. And also, um, when you know, when you see a stand-up on Conan, you get to evaluate whether a person's funny or not. That's it. Okay. In a movie, the movie's telling you this is a successful comedian. Yes. And so you immediately go, well, I don't think that's that funny. And it, then the whole ruin, movie's ruined because <laughs> the, you don't even buy the initial premise that this person's funny. Right. Did you ever see that Chris Rock remake of Heaven Can Wait? No. <laughs> it was Chris Rock. We got a brilliant, lot, brilliant comic. It wasn't good? No, 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 it was not. Uh, okay. Warren Beatty in Heaven Can Wait was bad enough. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Chris Rock, uh, as a, because in Heaven Can Wait. swinging after Warren Beatty. It was iconic <laughs> role. Jesus. I loved it, but you got to know, I was nine. So uh, he played a football player, and he was Too very, old for Warren And he was handsome. <laughs> oh, wow, who's swinging now? <laughs> and, but, he, uh, but he plays a football player player who dies by accident and uh, whoever here it's a re it, yeah having yeah. it wait is a remake of here comes mr jordan oh my god the imdb page go right. look it up so um the the, the angel You're takes angry at your own knowledge i am the angel takes warren Beatty soul before he's he was really he was gonna live and so they're like, oh, well, put me back in my soul. Put me back in my, in my body. body. right? And they can't, so they find him another body, and they're like, well, you can still be a football player. And they try to do that, and that's the whole movie. Well, Chris Rock does the remake. They pull him out of his body too soon, and they're like, you can still be a comic. You can still be a comic. And so they put him back in his body, and it's he's got to write a new act. Who's his body? It's it's Well, it's all Chris Rock anyway. Oh, it's, I see. Right. Okay. It's a... It's, uh, uh, it's one of those quantum leap. He looks in the mirror. It's a different guy. Oh, I see. But it's. Um, but he plays it. But he the plays time. the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So uh, I think they picked. I haven't seen it in years on purpose. Uh, but uh, I think they picked another black comic. Okay. Because uh, you can't write a whole new act. No, I didn't understand <laughs> what the premise was on the. On the. On the. I, whatever they do. I, I saw the one. Was it Julie Cat? Who did the polka dot? Oh, that was Sally Field and Punchline. No, there was Sally Field and Punchline, but there was another one. Oh, Julie uh, with the scratchy voice. Who was scratchy Rhoda's voice? Sister. Yeah, Cavendish, Cavender. Yeah, Cavender. Cavender. Yeah, yeah, Julie yeah. Cavender. She was Rhoda's sister, and she played uh, a rags to ridges woman, female comic, woman and female, and who went on on uh, Johnny Carson. Yeah, and her her hook was that she wore polka dots. Oh my God. And it was one of the dumbest. It was just, you know, people are, and they want you to see King of Comedy. Did you see King of Comedy? Which is yes. the Jerry Lewis. I know that I loved. Well, that's just a thriller. Yeah. And it's about shitty comics, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and I haven't, I, I don't remember what it's about anymore, but I remember Sandra Bernhardt being fucking amazing. Right. There's some yeah, amazing. A psycho. Right. Well, and the thing about that's comedian. Closer, closest to stand up comedy than anything I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> only someone just find a couple. To right. Exactly. Them. Find some psychos. Well, and that's what drew me to the trailer of Comedian with De Niro. Yeah. Because it didn't seem like it was about his stand-up it felt like it was about what a shitty human being he was right. and you're like oh 
it's about a shitty human being who's a comic, and there's some redemption, but she has to be 40 years younger than him. And uh, so, whatever. But it's, uh, so that's what made me not want to see it. Plus, I know shitty human beings who are comics, so I don't need to see that movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I think you could maybe make... Like, 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 okay, Louis does stand up on his show, did yes. stand up on his show, and it's his and own it stand up because it's his. Right, and he's willing to give up his own he's A material for his own show. For his own show. Because it's called Louis. Same with Seinfeld. Right. That's when it works. Okay? That's when it works. I, I wonder if you could, if you had to get an actor to play a stand up, if you just showed everything but the stand up, if you showed them backstage and you showed their real life and you showed the audience responding to them, but yeah. you didn't show the act. You could tell the audience what kind of a comic he was without having the audience be oh, forced I to would, judge it. I would actually kind of love to see that movie. Just sort of uh, just have them show up at yeah, the club some and leave goes, the club. Yeah, yeah. And, Shia LaBeouf goes out and you just see the audience <laughs> staring and frowning and crying. And you're like, oh, he sucked. Okay. <laughs> Smash and then the next, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you never see their act, actually. It's the, you are correct. That is the best way to do it. Let's and do then it, it can be... The promise of a dog, or what? I mean, it could be any goddamn movie then, yeah. right? Because also, I mean, when I'm watching stand up and I'm seeing, you know, some asshole kill, I'm like, am I just not from this planet anymore? How? So, you know, the you're, we're watching the audience being shocked or shocked when they don't laugh when so, when oh, we right. think someone's great and they're not laughing. So that's kind of hilarious. Yeah. So. So how the audience treats the comic is yeah. how the comic is treated by the industry. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, in real life. Right. Right. right? In real life. If they're, if they're brilliant, but bombing, that's yep. how the industry t- treats them. Yeah. They in don't a way. get it. Yeah. And if they're killing and you, you don't understand it because the jokes all suck. Yeah. Cause it doesn't some, matter. A lot of the, a lot of parts of the industry aren't even listening to the jokes. No, they're probably watching the audience too. Who yeah. is watching the other, the comic acts besides other comics, other comics. Hey, I have a bit like that. <laughs> Here's really? my the favorite paying attention. How awesome is it though? When you, know someone who's a freaking genius or who's amazing and you just watch them eat it oh, and you it's just the best it feeling. is some of the funniest <laughs> some of the funniest <laughs> times of my life is to just watch people i love like brothers and sisters just chew nothing because you hate your brothers and sisters really <laughs> because, I love, because they took your well, parents love i i you I end up just hating the audience, but I'm just like, and now, because I think I just love watching them deal with it. Yeah, me too. I love yeah, that I'm just too. like, because I've seen that joke work. Like, yeah. if you're watching them, you've seen the joke work, and then you watch them and you're like, oh, this is not. My Why favorite is, this not is, is that, because um, I, I did a show in London, a TV show in London, and like, I don't know if I told this, I think I did tell the story, but, but, um, the audience sucked. It was like World Stand Up or something like okay. that. You know that Comedy Central show? Yeah. So it was awful. Mm-hmm. And so the everyone was like, just go out there and pretend you're killing. They'll sweeten it. They'll sweeten it. Don't worry about it. They'll sweeten it. The death knell of any comic right sweeten, before. They can't sweeten the look in your eye when it just doesn't work. That stays. No, they, no, no that one is... can take that away from you. <laughs> So I, that's what I love when when yeah. it's it's everyone's going to be bombing. Is yeah. I love to see, and I would all, will experience it myself too. That look when you know it's usually you get the big laugh and there's nothing, right? And that pe- pros rebound very quickly, but there's like a millisecond where it's like fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was watching. Damn it, I can't remember who it was. Of course, uh, somebody's half hour special in Comedy Central mm-hmm. uh, with the person. And, um, and, uh, or it was, she said that she had such a hard set that it did not go well Mm -hmm. and they had sweetened it. She said, but look at my eyes. You can see in my eyes that I am not doing well. And I was like, and I did. I watched it with just that point of purpose because I don't want to watch your special. (laughs) Unless you're bombing. (laughs) Unless there's something for me. Send us the link. Please send us the link. I'd love to watch how you deal with just eating it for 22 to 47 minutes. I want to see you kill. (laughs) Who wants to see that? I want to see you kill in real life. I don't want to see you kill on Uh... television. Who gives a shit? There's, um, a, I guess, there's like a, a comedy history of comedy thing on CNN, and uh, I didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I guess they interviewed everyone but us. That, first of all, 
That's n- the number one thing I'm not going to watch if I'm that exactly. interview. Like, I can't make the his. It's like a 10-hour... Ret- I'm not 30 seconds in your 10 hours. Oh, my God. I don't need to be reminded of how insignificant I am. Exactly. I wake up every day with that on my brain. Thank you so much. <laughs> but they had, like, one segment de- dedicated to women in comedy, which is just so... Uh, Boo. Appalling. Um, yeah, I, uh, I didn't. I text you. I was talking to somebody who said that she did stand up comedy uh, in the 80s and mm-hmm. there were no women. And then oh, I just started, right. and it was in New York. In, in the New 80s. York, where there was tons of women. Right, and I just started naming people. Yeah. And I, I even named you, and she was like, no. No, I wasn't there in the 80s. Uh, Kathy Ladman, Carol Leifer, uh, Susie Essman, Van- Corey Kahaney, maybe what? Vanessa. Um, what, 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 Vanna Michaels. Vanna Michaels. Vanna Michaels. I didn't know Vanda in New York, though. Right, and, it, and she was there um, in 84, so she was there early. Rob, this girl, Robin, I forget her last name. Montague, yeah. Robin Montague, Leanne Lord. Yeah, Leanne Lord. Judy Gold. Right. Wow, I think you just did a litany of people that we need to have as Comic of the Week. <laughs> hey, are we at 30? 20. 20. Dream okay. on, sister. <laughs> well, it's, uh, but I, because I like to do the Comic of the Week at 30, have you noticed? Have you spent any time thinking about how no. I like to plan some of these things? <laughs> we haven't taken, no? Are you, you feeling like I'm not giving you enough attention? It's a, possibly, I, I put some work into this podcast, Larry Kilmartin. I don't know. Like last week's picture, there was a, there was a backlash. That was yeah. a big backlash about and that. And there should have been. <laughs> well, I would you like you to, to I would like you to take the picture without me this, no, day, this not, week. Why why is this your thing that one of us has to not be in the picture? Cuz cuz we have to do it cuz it's a flip book of the fucking aging process as far as I can tell because <laughs> we have a goddamn picture every week. Every week there's a damn picture. Yeah, that's what we it, Every week there's a podcast. What are you angry about? I don't want to do a picture every week. I we want have there to. something exactly. Right, so I would like them to be interesting and different. And it's not something. interesting to put a monster in the picture. It's alarming. Uh, it's I'm alarming. sorry. It's not interesting. To, you are entirely incorrect. That statement is a is a is a neg, that is a double negative as far as I'm concerned, because it is interesting to put a monster in the picture at all times, <laughs> at every moment. This is Please where we introduce a monster really into ways. the picture. It's didn't you remember when Chekhov said that? Never introduce a monster into the picture. You're right. You're right. I do remember that. Ah, gotta, gotta laugh, Kyle. Gotta laugh. What? Is that what you're going for? <laughs> uh, almost always. <laughs> it's one of my... Uh, it's almost a go-to. Uh, <laughs> so, what else do I have? Oh, my... Uh, this happened today on Twitter. Yes. I had to block a gentleman. Yeah. Who... Um, uh, said that uh, my belief systems were in error and that I was a fool. Did he follow and you? He has had been following me forever. And I'm sure he's a fan. Because yeah. at the end of it all, he said, well, you're wrong about this and this and this. And I said, uh, well, you can believe whatever you want, but uh, uh, I'm not. Uh, or something like that. And then he said, but you're still funny in that condescending. And I was like, am I still cute? Even though I can't have politics, am I just a girl with a? And so I said, "Well, you're still kind con- condescending, so I'm going to block you." Why not just mute? Uh, well, because uh, I just muted a guy in the way over here at a stoplight. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, thank um, you. It's nice. It was somebody. Um, <laughs> there's just there's just this whole thing where where someone's like, "You're really funny," but I I clearly do not think you're smart enough to have your own political opinions. Do you and, think that's what they're saying, or they're yeah, just saying uh, I disagree not on purpose. With you? They're saying I disagree with you, which is fine, but they're they're uh, the and they're then they're trying to prove con- why they're right. Yes, and and so we have the conversation, mm-hmm. and they don't, you know, like if you say you don't like Hillary Clinton because of TPP, uh, some, you know, oh God, was it one of those? Yeah, it was one oh, of those. Oh, never it, mind. It went on like that. I, and I said, everything I just said. Well, I just all, all I said is. Who is um, the p- public servant or president that you is your hero who ran for something that uh, that I will point out is a rapist and a murderer and uh, probably an adulterer and then dead silence, except for you're saying that I'm sexist. <laughs> and then I was like, no, we're done. You can't talk to these people. I st- well, you, got, you I stopped. You, I, yeah. yeah, I had to call. It. I called it a day. Hey, I had two. This last week, okay, right after I, I usually just do you know work on the monologue, yeah, Conan, right, mm-hmm. and I, you know we oh, right we pitch ideas and stuff, but they never 
they never get they never go anywhere. Oh, like sketch ideas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then we have to like you have to enlist troops to help you because we're you know like retarded and <laughs> what's a camera? You know, like we don't. Know I just write do one liners. Leave me alone. <laughs> so. But one of them did well, which was, um, and I get two like in a week and a half, which is you sold essentially not you, sold, you, not, just but pitched you pitched. And they you... got okayed, and they made it all the way to the show. Holy smokes! Um, one of them was a uh, thank you. It was, it was kind of cool. It was um, one of the Super Bowl commercials mm-hmm. with um, the Audi commercial. Did you see it? Did I no. tell you this? No. Okay, it's the Audi commercial where the, it's a father doing a VO over his uh, daughter doing like go kart racing and stuff. And okay, and. For some reason, Audi decided to be very like a Title Nine feminist. <laughs> do him saying, "Do I tell my daughter she's not as worth she's worth less than a man? Do I tell her that her mother's worth less than her father? Do I tell her that her her grandmother's worth worth less than the grandfather?" And then we cut to Donald Trump going, "Yes, absolutely," <laughs> and it worked really well. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing, but that was really that was pretty easy. That was just like editing a little bit of commercial and just. And then the uh, clips guy from Clips, the Clips. Did department. you have to edit it yourself? No. Here's what I oh, do: I, I go, "Hey, how about this?" And then we find something with Donald Trump, <laughs> right? Right. And then you have like the Clips department finds you like 15 clips of Trump saying no. I mean, okay. they they give you so many. You yeah, barely, yeah. you just point, and then someone puts it together and stuff. It's, That's awesome. It's really cool. And then the other idea was, um, you know. Uh, when Trump was uh, Trump slammed Nordstrom's for yes. dropping Ivanka, and and uh, so Nordstrom's stock went up seven percent as a result. <laughs> so my, my I pitched this idea of how about um, I initially pitched a joke where like Best Buy now is saying they're not selling Ivanka stuff, oh, you know, right, which, right. which they don't sell anyway, right? And so I so then I kind of re somebody else said, oh try Radio Shack, and um, so I pitched it where. <laughs> Radio Shack Shack is saying, well, we heard you loud and clear. We're not going to sell Trump stuff anymore. And then we got a bunch of Radio Shack items and then just ham-fistedly sort of wrote, uh, you know, Melania's uh, VHS, right? You know, so it was really like yeah, these yeah. clunky names with them, and then we threw. It was like a commercial for Radio Shack, and they threw things in a, a shredder and yeah. a fire and an and an alligator's mouth. <laughs> and we had a fake alligator. So fake alligator. It was so cool, but Damn. like you had to order all these elements, and then Levi McDougal, who's one of our writers, yep. was like, you know, take kind of did it, but I was sort of like hanging out, you know, and yeah. just being offering my thoughts and stuff, and. Just like, I don't know how people direct. It's so stressful. You have to decide everything. Do you want this right here? Is this is this a medium shot? Is it a close shot? Is it a wide shot? Right. And they have two cameras. And you and um, you just have to go yes, no. Uh, and it's it's really hard. Yeah. I would. And, and there's like 20 people that are just hanging out waiting for you, for you to, to make, make a decision. decision. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, um... And so Levi was doing all of that. Oh, good. And I was... <laughs> No, what the it's fuck? A le- that's a learned know. skill. It's a learned skill. You would ha- you could you know? learn it. And it's then, not like you couldn't learn it. You could but, learn it. But, but it I mean, just take part. Time. It's it's like okay. So the laugh is going to be on. It's it's like what I learned from editing my special mm-hmm. was you know the I need a, a middle shot for the punchline. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I learned from having the camera guy leave. Oh, nice. Okay. But 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 so now you got you got to pick you know which shot is going to have that you know, be tight. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. And then when you get into editing bay, you're like, Oh, we should have got this shot. We, sh- we forgot. Do we have that one? No, we didn't get it. And right. you have to remember to get all these different types of shots. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's stressful, man. It's a real gig. It's, yes. Uh, I just shot this thing with Greg Fiddler and it was a quiz show. You said chat. Huh. Did I say chat? Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't, we should up on a chat. And no, we didn't. It was a, uh, we shot a thing and there was, three cameras yeah and there was a director guy and there must have been a guy who was really good with camera stuff because yeah. the director kept saying come and look at this shot what do you think of this shot and yeah. so there was there, there was collaboration it was yeah. kind of it was i liked how they all worked together yeah i mean it was it seemed like more of a team sport than stand-up comedy yeah like shooting something feels more but it doesn't feel improvisational that's what i love about stand-up even though you're you're tied to your act you still have you know you have all the room you want to do whatever you want you just Mm -hmm. go back to your act when you need to yep and 
so I sort of have that attitude whenever I approach something. It's like, well, I'll figure it out when I get there. But you can't do that with direct, like... No, you and you can't, can't do you it with to... the book either, though, can you? I mean, the book is, is super structured. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. your structure, but, yeah. but you have to... A certain number of words, and it has to be... Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. How's that coming? Um, it's good. It's good. It's... Um, I I need about three thousand more words. Okay, I think last week you needed four. Yeah, so <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I think we're doing good. <laughs> Plug it along. But um, it's it's like um, it's like it's like uh, you know, making a bed and you smooth out one one side and then the wrinkle moves and then yeah. then it just keeps moving all over the place. You yeah, know? it drives it drives me nuts. But fair enough though. That's an excellent <sighs> analogy because it it. Why wouldn't that be the way with a book? Yeah, but it's that it's that way with the act with with your act, but you don't you can't tell because you're quite, just working on one part at a time, one little well, joke at a time, right? What I what I tend to do is um, like essentially, I'll I'll work from the edges, and so I'll brush it into the right. middle, and I'll brush it into the middle, and so oh, the, yeah. the middle is just a big wrinkled mess, <laughs> and but I can get out of it, and then I'm uh, I'm in smooth sailing on the other side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was it. I did. The improv last night. I was at Crab Apples and then the regular oh, show too. Nice. Yeah. It was. It was. It was, it was really cool. Like, uh, I I left the house at like seven fifteen. Yeah. Went up almost immediately at the improv and yep. then went over to Crab Apples. They put me right up and then I was home by nine fifteen to read to my kid. Oh. I was like, this is heaven. But um, I kind of you know I I wanted to hang out and watch a crab apple. Yeah, because crab apples is a delight. It is, and I love the lab, and I love that feeling. They got the tea lights. It's mm-hmm. all. It feels very tinkly in L.A. Yeah, and, yeah. and I and I don't always want to be the person that's rushing someplace. Yeah, you know? it's and in New York has more of a vibe where you can hang out because there's always yeah, train. and then there's no there's no guilt and there's no child for me waiting at home. Like, right, I'll be in New York this weekend. I'll hang out. Oh, that'll be great. Are you yeah. gonna make it? That Sunday? Yes, or? I will. Thank you for hooking me up. Sure. I'm sure. doing I'm hosting Ask Cat on Sunday night and then And then heading over to and then do heading over the to knitting, the knitting factory, factory, the last for Will the Miles. Factory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Those are two great gigs. Yeah. In New York City. Oh well, it'll be Monday it'll when be this done. comes out. Yeah. It'll be done. But uh I did a Melinda Hill storytelling thing. Oh. For uh at Bar Lubitz uh on Monday. Mm-hmm. And that's the only and then I've just done a million podcasts because of the album. Yes. Yes. I did Emily Heller's podcast. Oh, oh you were right after me. I, w- I was right before you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, and it was fascinating. They were talking about that dog movie. Did you know that that dog movie is about a dog that died? And this is the most egregious human. People who love this movie, you don't get dogs. That's what I say. <laughs> you don't get to have a dog if you think that because it's about a guy who has a person who has a dog, right? And the dog dies, and then the dog, the the actor playing the dog, is in their next dog, and the whole movie is that dog person trying to that spirit that spirit keeps living with those people, right? And trying to tell them that, hey, man, I'm your original dog. You're like, hey, why don't you let go of your fucking dog and get a new dog? I mean. Well, they did get a new dog. They got it's a new dog. The dog who can't let go. Yeah, that's what it is. That's That, I think, is, is, is the, the true bitterness of it. No, no. Much like Comedian, I have an ex- ex- extensive <laughs> have an opinion. opinion. based on, 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 on rumor just and rumor. trailers. That's it. So I did Emily Heller's podcast. I did the Le- Level 7 Access podcast, which is entirely dedicated to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, <laughs> oh and Paige God. Branson, who is on that podcast, did the artwork for my new album. Oh, cool. She did the cover art. So uh, I'm about to do something called called Murder, Murder, She Spoke. Have yeah. you heard of Murder, She Spoke? Uh, it's the same people who used to do Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. And Murder, She Spoke, you go to Ben's house. He orders you a sandwich or a meal. You watch a murder she wrote. And then oh, you, I think I've heard of that. And then you talk about murder she wrote for another hour. So it's essentially a social event. And it's <laughs> lovely. I'm doing Doug uh, Benson and Karen... Uh, Anderson. Oh uh, yeah, they're they're eating. They're dining with uh, Doug and Karen, also on Nerdist. Now, here's I don't like eating with people. No, I 
uh, you want to sit with possibly some sourdough bread and some apple uh, alone. But I mean, you don't know who's going to be chewing violently. You don't. You well, don't... I think that they do it enough that they're not. You don't know how they chew. Do you know how they? I've chew? I've been on that show three times. Has it ever bothered you? It has never bothered me. All right. But and they have listeners, so I assume right. the listeners know going in that it's called dining with Doug and Karen. No, I'm just saying, like watching somebody. Oh, watching people. Uh, you're eat. on a podcast. You're talking and you're eating at the same time. Something gross is bound to happen. <laughs> happen, right? Right. I, uh, so far, so good. So, right. uh, I, it might be bad when I bring them my chicken of the gods because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Are you I'm supposed bringing, to bring a meal? I'm bringing. I'm bringing chicken this time. I don't know why. Um, but that's and then I did crybabies, which was uh, some sort of earwolf thing that I was an hour late for. I've had. A hell of a week. Let me just say that. That's a, that's a lot of talking. That's a lot of bullshit. But I'm doing, I haven't done sets. Uh, that's oh, what's yeah. really irritating. Yes. I just I did a storytelling thing for Melinda. But starting, I think, tomorrow, I've got sets forever. Like I'm doing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah good run. Yeah. I got, a, I got a good run. I'm doing, uh, well, maybe Saturday. It's like Good Heroin and then Uncab mm-hmm. and then The Biz and then Akbar and then something called High Highland. Yeah. And then uh, I'm doing a thing at Acme Theater and then Sauce on Friday and If You Build It. I mean, I'm you doing. You have all the show names memorized. I memorized who booked it. Oh, yeah. I don't like have I'm that. Like I'm doing Brian, uh, Brian Cook's thing tomorrow. Oh, you, oh you're doing. Big, it's Big, Big Money, money right? Big Money yeah, at yeah. the Virgil. Yeah. That's a great gig. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ophira Eisenberg emailed me. She's my voice doppelganger. You, you know Ophira, right? Yeah, I do. I'm trying to. She, uh, somebody said I'm that we had to... the same voice. I don't know. And then know I had her on the Dork Forest. That. Try to listen to the episode of the Dork Forest with me and Ophira and tell who is talking. It's okay. actually quite weird. She's from Toronto and I'm right. from Wisconsin. So we kind of have a yeah, comparable yeah, yeah. You northern... do have, you hit high pitches similarly, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. And um, Kyle liked my album. I gave him a copy of my album. Uh, you gave me one. I was going to listen to tomorrow. <laughs> so I could... I'm telling you, I had it all planned. Well, it comes out March 3rd, everybody, and you can pre-order it now on Amazon or on iTunes. That's cool. It's good. And it's... Uh, uh, is Dan done with it? Dan is done with it. It is. He is. All he's doing is the art. I I, I ordered because there's not going to be hard copies of the CDs until yeah. the end of March. Yeah. And I'm going on that cruise. I'm going to get those cards. Oh, where they I had to call Kyle and ask him how the cards worked. <laughs> because I. He's our link to the next generation. He's our link to, I guess, cards. And he's like, it's a gift card, essentially. And I was like, yeah, but if you buy a gift card, it's empty. And he's like, right. These are loaded and uh, they will have only your album on it. And then, uh, so you will sell them for 10 bucks. Uh, and then what they will do is they do will. Do people able- buy those? Yeah. And then you. Fl- and- Yes, they do. You're like Kyle. you're the new gen, like you're the the generation of comics that it sells stuff and it's cool and it's not. You know, oh, there's no stigma attached yeah. to it at all. You're the never, leader of that generation. You born. You were born in a good time when it was okay to make a living. Because <laughs> there's no other way to make money. Right. Right. That's what we realized in the '90s that that's where bands made all of their money was on merch. So people will buy. They'll buy a card. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a, they're buying the MP3. They prefer to buy a CD, right? Uh, it depends on the audience. Yeah, uh, I would say older crowds tend to want to buy CDs or places that are a little less like tech savvy. Yeah, but then places that are more tech savvy are down to buy a download card because you're basically just buying the download from the person and yeah. getting cash instead of buying it on iTunes. Well, how, and how do you sell your how how do your VHS tapes sell? <laughs> oh, really great. Okay. Yeah. It's a you got a jewel box going a J box I with do a, legitimately sell cassette tapes. He does sell oh, that's cassettes, right. <laughs> as does Brandy Posey. Yeah, yeah, the, she printed cassettes. There, there aren't even CD players in cars anymore, <laughs> much less a cassette player. <laughs> and uh, and but I don't you sell? Don't you give them the card with the? There's a download code inside the cassette. There you go. Like that comes with. The oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they can. That's have funny. Four. Yeah, it's funny. That's it's great. a joke, you guys. <laughs> it's a funny. Does joke. it cost a lot to do that? No, they're super cheap. It's why you do them. Oh, okay. Yeah, the cards are cheap because um, they're all loaded and no, stuff. No, but I mean the cassette tape. Also cheap. Really? Yeah. Cheaper okay. than CDs. Cheaper hmm. than CDs? Yeah. So Interesting. to do a cassette and a card, like a joke cassette and a card, costs you less than to do a CD? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Maybe about the same all said and done, but probably a little bit less. All right. I definitely made money back faster on the cassette and download code than I did on the CD. Oh, that's kind of hilarious. Huh. Yeah. 
you made more money. I just want everyone to hear that you made your money back faster with the cassette and the card. Yeah. He, he's oh, not liked, okay. Yeah, he's right. Not liked. Um, <laughs> interesting. I thought you were mansplaining money. I wanted to mansplain how, how yeah, money is made. I think I think I got so my money back. Costs really works for them. Two dollars, and you charge six. <laughs> if something costs six dollars and you charge ten, <laughs> oi, whatever. Oh my God! Let's let's do comic of the week. Wait, oh, okay, right? 38. Wait, thirty-eight. Yes, Karen Kilgariff. Yay! We've mentioned her a thousand times. Yes, she she, she just got a huge write up in BuzzFeed for her podcast. Yeah, uh, uh, my favorite murder. murder. Yeah, yeah, my favorite murder. That was an amazing article about my favorite. It murder. was. I listened to one and it scared. The story scared me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a nine year old. I'm yeah. sorry, but no. uh, but I want the way they wrote about. It, I'm like, I should listen to some more because it's, I love listening to her. But then when they got to the story, I was like, I, this too is too creepy. I'm just gonna play this in my head. I don't need to hear it. Right. People love true crime, and it's. it's I don't having, like any I, crime. No, I don't want any part of true crime. It's scary. It turns yeah. out Michelle McNamara on on the Dork Forest talking about. True true crime creeped me out every episode that she yeah. was on it was hilarious yeah that it creeped me out but uh it was also interesting right and people do love it and i guess there's been some catharsis with people yeah. who have had trauma listening to that podcast with women because yeah. you're hearing a woman you're hearing women discuss it and reframe it in a way mm-hmm. and that's helping that's really cool yeah that i have to say to that i was all. jealous of they said that there was of their downloads, which is funny because I was jealous of this show uh, from my dork forest window. <laughs> so, what is interesting the, is that I have a the constant a is yeah. Jackie <laughs> is jealous. It's a nesting doll of jealousy that doesn't make any sense. So, because everything, it's all going to work out. We and well, Karen Gilgariff is fucking hilarious. Oh, she's so funny, and she's got a really cool speaking voice. I mean, her her singing voice is pretty, and mm-hmm. but her speaking voice is really kind of cool it's kind of scratchy but um yeah and she did a strong at the same time yep yeah and, i like listening to her she voice. has duets with the drennan with that drennan she did davis yeah drennan davis for a while and now she has an album on Bandcamp that's totally free wow um so if you go uh it, i think it's called um uh, jesus is everywhere how's she maybe? gonna make money off that no she can't she can't make because it's free Why and is she, she doesn't doing even, that i don't know well i think it's you can buy it. I think it's four dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Karen Kilgariff is living to check to check. I, I I don't understand Karen Kilgariff's financial. I know that I should mansplain the uh, the situation between. <laughs> She's so good, man. She's so good. We should all give her Church money. Premium, but, uh, premium dough for that comedy, yeah, but man. But go listen. But find that find that album and throw some she money. She's also it. in a was it girl guitar girls mm-hmm. guitar club with, with Mary, Mary Lynn, Lynn Rice Club. Yeah. Yep. They were pretty cool. Yeah, and it's just at Kim- Karen Kilgariff, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance to see Kilgariff, I'm doing OnCab this weekend, I think, with her. Oh, cool. And it might might be with her, might be with... Well, they're not the same person. I don't know why I would get them confused. I wouldn't. Allie Willis, uh, who no, wrote I, I, September. Okay. Yellow. Uh, or somebody. Sometimes I not don't yellow? like the visits into your brain. Well, <laughs> you are not alone. This week is a... This week is a f- is a wash. This week is a curse-filled wash, as far as I'm concerned. The two flat tires. I uh, I got in an altercation. It was not good. It's been a bad week, but uh, good news. It's over. <laughs> it's yeah. A new, yeah. I think what will help is the fact I literally have not had any sets, and when I don't go up, yeah, I get twitchy crazy. and squirrely, yes, and grumpy and. Jealous. All of it. And obviously jealous yes. of other people's statistics. I don't think that could possibly matter. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you, so you're going to New York on yes. Friday. I'm going Friday night. I'm taking the old, my old JetBlue Red Eye. The old JetBlue Red Eye Friday I'm, night. I'm so mad. I, you know what? I, I got a window seat, and I decided on the last window, I'm like, from now on, I'm aisle only. You know? That's it. What? Why? Because I get too, my legs get too squished. Oh right, because you're tall, ish. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they have us all packed back there. And and I got it. I I bought this ticket before I made this executive decision. <laughs> and uh, I got myself a window because I pardon me. I I 
sometimes I forget that I changed my mind. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, the window. I love to curl up against it. And I'm like, I fucking don't like to curl up against it. It squishes my legs. You're trapped. I'm trapped. And there's no, there's, it's like solid. It's yeah. sold out. Mm-hmm. There's oh, a couple, and there's no way to switch. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'm sold out. So I'm pissed. Um, and then uh, on Saturday night, I'm going, I'm doing a set at the stand. And nice. At, on the eight o'clock show. And then I'm doing um, Corey Spencer. Uh, yeah. Who did Cinderblock Comedy Festival? Mm-hmm. Um, she has a, a show at QED that I'm headlining. I'm doing the Cinderblock. You did it last Oh, are year. you? Yeah. It was really fun. Oh, good. Good, good. Yes. Mindy Tucker, Mindy Tucker, the photographer. Yeah. She, um, man, she takes great pictures. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so she, she was taking a ton. Like, I have, she just let me have. She took a bunch at Cinderblock and then just gave me the link to them and just asked for credit. Photo credit, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, you guys Jesus. that are taking pictures of comics on stage and just letting us do it for photo credit, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's so, it's... Why are you doing that? It's I right. posed the same question to the talented Mindy exactly. Tucker exactly. as I did the talented Karen Kilgarrett. Exactly. There should be some exchange of goods and services. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because... Uh, yeah, Schlissel uh, at Stand Up Records. He was like, "I need a picture of the real you." At some point, <laughs> oh my in God, this, in this, uh, I no, need you an, don't, Dan. <laughs> and so we're just going with the drawings, we're including going with your heart, <laughs> the real me. Let's see the blackness your, your of my heart. soul and uh, the, um, yeah. And uh, so I, I sent him a, a picture that was taken on stage, probably mm. a year ago. Yeah, and that just. Just photo credit. I know. Remember the old days you had to get the, you got to go to the headshot guy and, yeah. you, you know, they all look the same. They all had that 80s headshot look. And now it's just someone, someone takes a snapshot of you on stage and you can use that as your headshot. It's, it's so cool. A, yeah. It's really cool. And nobody wants that weird headshot with the gray background. Yeah. And you're like, thank God. Yeah. That background. And then like the last 10 years I think Ted Alexander was the first one I saw do it maybe Ted and Sue Murphy and mm-hmm. then everyone started doing it posing with the old mic the old radio oh, mic oh the old radio mic which I thought when, when Ted did it I loved it and Sue's was great and then too many I just people. see a lot of it now well yeah I mean there were some funny ones yeah when people would pose themselves in funny situations almost always a miss uh, <laughs> almost always it's like know. never never do a funny intro and maybe it's, never do a funny headshot. Maybe not. The one that I do like, and this guy still works. He's road guy. Yeah. Tim Cavanaugh. Out oh, I of, know, um, I, I think that. he's a, a. I knew who he is, but I haven't yeah. seen his headshot. Yeah, but his headshot was him tied down like the Lilliputians had him. And then tiny little uh, army dudes or somebody is just sitting on top of them. So it was, and that's got to be a 30-year-old headshot. Yeah. But the headshots, my, my Remember favorite. Remember Mitch Fattel with his head basically in a pair of women's boobs? Was that it? Why he... wouldn't that be it? <laughs> Why? I, I shared a, a, this is my Mitch Fatel story. <laughs> I worked with him in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And we had a share condo. Yeah. And I was featuring. And um, I probably weighed 60 pounds more than I do. Yeah. And he told me, you should never lose weight. That's your hook. Oh, man. Is that you're the fat girl. Never and just I was the like, search out loud? for a hook. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just that search old, for a hook. You gotta have a hook. And that just led to a generation of I'm half this and I'm half that. And, and but you it also married led to somebody Stuart, else Stuart Lee's greatest joke. Is, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> making fun of American comics that do that. Oh yeah, yeah, Stuart Lee. Um, but uh what were you gonna say? Sorry. It was I don't it was Yeah, I was like, You don't care about my heart? It's uh, <laughs> I just thought I'd <laughs> lose some weight but i it didn't make any I, I was it didn't make any i mean he just thought i'm thinking about a hook and never mentioning it how great would it be if you got a hook but never mentioned it which is i want to just wear buckskins i want to just you know that my mom wait is this Mitch Patel's idea now no, or your idea no this is my idea which okay. is why uh my brain isn't working uh how great would it be if i had just fringed buckskin shirt and leather pants with buckskins and my moccasins and maybe a coonskin hat on a cold day. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that was why I had Paige Branson draw me in that outfit. I know. I think it looks I was really like, cool. Yeah. How great. You know what? 
I could carry it off. That's what I'm telling you, people. I oh, could I carry it off. I don't the know the machinations I... behind it. Oh, and then I would never tell. You know, they'd be just oh, like, no, oh, no, it's I would the just go gal. on stage with just this fringed buckskin outfit. Never mention it. Do socio political comedy, and uh, f- and family family oriented stand up. Ne- and people would say, yeah, I saw this weird. They would never remember my name. It would just be the weird fringed buckskin lady. And uh, well into my eighties. Yes, well into you'll my be 80s. Byron Allen's favorite go-to <laughs> guest. Will I be unleashed? Get bu- get Will I be unleashed? <laughs> it's like we're gonna want buckskin lady, and she's gonna be unleashed. You guys, oh. everybody seems super leashed. <laughs> I, uh, I've done that show once. Have you ever done that show? I did unleashed? it once. Yeah. Uh, here was the amazing thing about it: I was genuinely unleashed. How so? Because nobody asked me what jokes I was doing. They just said, Oh, really? What? Yeah, just uh, tell me what the joke is about. And he'll say, so I understand you bought a new refrigerator. And then you'll tell your joke. And I was like, okay. So nobody, I mean, it could have been anything. Um. Yeah, that, that's such a brazen, you know. <laughs> We're just doing dink, dink, dink yeah, around, there, around there, No, No attempt to finesse it or make it seem conversational. And that way you have to admire the greed. Six hundred episodes. Yes, and the hung- dude's got his own studio or something. Yeah, he's a millionaire, a multimillionaire. Right, right. He just had to pay a bunch of back uh, uh, SAG after. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, there was no residuals. He forgot to pay everybody. He forgot you guys. <laughs> That's gonna happen. Yeah. Did we get unplugged? No. We just kind of. Whatever jostled? this is, it's fine. There's some okay. jostling. It's all good. Um. Yeah, you know Wyatt Cenac has a show on a Comedy Central stand-up show. Oh, yeah? In, for, uh, based on his gig in Brooklyn, Night Train. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think it's season two now. That's cool. Yeah. It makes me want to just go, hey, you know, I do stand-up, which is how I like to get booked on things. <laughs> That's how I like to do it. I like to text people or email them. I did do, you know what I did today? I did. I sent out L.A. Avails, which is, you know, my, my L.A. Yeah. Avails plan, which is yeah, yeah. people who have Monday night shows. Yeah. These are my Mondays that are available. Yeah. And like that all week. That's smart. So, but I only got through Tuesday, but I got three <laughs> sets because of it. That's great. It's, uh, and I'm like, all right. Um, yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how to proceed now. You know, with, with uh, any locals. Like, no, no, no. Like, like, okay, finish the book, right? So, oh, it's officially like what's next? No, yeah, yeah. Like, it's officially a month from now when it's due. Exactly from today. It's February fifteenth, and it's due March fifteenth. So then after that, I think I'm gonna. Put together a set and try to get on a late, hopefully the one I work on. But if not, then <laughs> just maybe another late nights, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But um, uh, and do that, right? Yeah, yep. I I, I'm, I'm sort of like okay. So then now, then it's weird. I I had this thing that that I was driven to do for a long time, yeah. and then it was hanging over my head, and now it's done. And uh, and you got to reinvent. Like I don't have. I don't have the next album's signature bit. Oh, of course That's, not. You just, you just finished right. taping it. I just it. finished taping it two months ago. But in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't. And I know that it's ridiculous, obviously. It's it completely is. absurd. But I just keep thinking, oh, well, I got to do the next thing. I got to do the next thing. And so I'm, I'm spinning in my head. But it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I know that it's crazy. So, But I do wonder... What am I writing? You know, what is, and, you know, I was talking to Kyle about the album and he said how much, how darker it was, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and I was saying that whenever someone says, what album should I get when I, when I have my albums at the merch table after the show? And I was always like, you don't have any of them? They said, no. I said, bread, you're going to want to get bread (laughs) because bread is sort of the happiest kind of one. It's, um, and it's, and it's probably a best of album because it's got, the stuff from my no longer self-published um, first album, which was called Cake Is Not My Downfall. Mm-hmm. And so it's got 20 minutes of that and like 25 minutes of the next six years. Yeah. And so it's super tight. And it was, it was, I mean, and that's why it did so well. It was top 10 on Amazon for the year. Wow. The year it came out. And it's kind of the me at my most likable, yeah. I think, but not necessarily. Who cares? But the Horcrux is super personal. Mm-hmm. This thing, <laughs> Hero, that's coming out March 3rd, is Kyle and I were talking about it. It's like, it's just, it's much darker. Yeah. And it's just, there's, it's a little more aggro, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm pretty aggressively 
just I'm like these are the jokes you people <laughs> which is obnoxious that's, way, that's what I love <laughs> right oh my god who's it was Felicia Michaels said angry Jackie is my favorite angry Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and I said well welcome to a golden age because uh, we're um, in it hmm. yep so yeah it's weird like you know where, where are we going to be in comedy you know, yeah, I don't know where. I, mean, we got, I don't know what's we next. Definitely got skipped in a way. Like, some, are I'm we not, the Korean War veterans of stand-up comedy? Yes, <laughs> our war doesn't count. It's not. It was a, a conflict. It was a police, it was a police action. action. Yeah, maybe. Um, somebody, you know, just offered me this gig, and and uh, it was really low paying. It was far drive, mm-hmm. and uh, and but they meant well. That's all they had. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I was happy to be asked, but I said no because I didn't feel like. And then I, it just would be worth all the trouble. Yeah. And then I was like, I wonder what Kathleen Madigan's doing right now. <laughs> Speaking of a nesting do- doll of, of, oh my of God. envy. My yeah. God. I mean, she's working. She's I, like, I'll tell you this. She's probably working. Seriously. She's like the, you remember the 90s supermodels like Linda Evangelista and uh, Christy Turlington? Nope. Okay. But okay. But Linda Evangelista. <laughs> we are different people in many famously ways. Famously said, okay. yes. I don't get out of bed for less than $10,000 a day. Oh, wow. Do you remember that quote? She was, Vaguely. Sort that of sounds, famous for yeah, saying yeah, it, it sounds and like... everyone hating her. That's why, <laughs> that's why I feel like Kathleen. She must not hit the stage. For less, for than, less five, than five thousand dollars, right? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be a local gig, right? That's got to be. I'm willing to drive to Santa Barbara for five thousand dollars. Yeah, I'll be a... driven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take my helicopter. Like, I, I, but I, I don't know. It's, it's just wow. That's that's another that's another train track, right? Here's there. what I love about Kathleen Madigan is mm-hmm. that she is clearly, first of all, she's an exceptional comic. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, there's the writing and yeah. the performance. It's all it's and all workaholic there. And, and yeah, yeah. Right. She's the the comedy's there because she's a great comic. Yeah. The workaholism that I admire so much yeah. in a great comic. Yes. Is totally there. Yeah. You know, she's not. She Even doesn't now. ever phone it in. She right. doesn't. She's not. And sloughing. I think she's she's very um, uh, careful with her time. Right. You know. What do you mean? Like, I, I don't see her out doing, like, these little things that you and I do all the time. Oh, kind you of know? protecting the material a but little just bit? Protect, or? Maybe just protecting her time. Like, oh, I'm her life. Maybe she has a, a whole life. life? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm not allowed to have a life because um, I'm still not where I want to be as a comic. So I should, you know, should be out all the time. Right. And and I, I wonder know. what it's like to feel like, hey, you know, I, I can, I have... Um, you know, several stay tens or twenties of thousands of dollars worth of gigs every single month. Mm-hmm. And they'll continue because I'm, you know, I'm established and I have this, and, you know, whatever, however, you know, she makes that <laughs> Whatever happens. that works. Yeah, however I that, don't know what that's turns like. Turns out, if that worked, we would both be doing that. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, so you can go, hey, I don't have any, I don't have a show for a week and a half. Maybe I'm just going to hang out with friends or maybe I'm going to go on a vacation or I'm, I'm not going to do anything. Right. Or just, I, you know, I don't know. I don't. I yeah, I don't wonder. know. I just it's just I a sometimes randomly life. text her. Yeah. And she hasn't responded with <laughs> I think she's busy. She's a good lady. Perfectly nice. Yeah. But I never take it I I, I genuinely don't ever take it personally. Yeah. I'm always like, I don't care. She might because uh, I reach out to so many people. Yeah. Because I'm bored. And so I will literally like I'll sometimes text Hardwick. Yeah. Guess who's Hardwick? Yeah. Does he want that? No. How could he possibly want that? <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing, Keisha? It's uh, I don't know. Text Tom thinking, Cruise. It's just He's probably. Hey, just... What are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you see that new thing? Did you see Agents of Shield this week? You know, I mean, it's just you know. I think of a person, and I like you know when we aren't like I'm not friends with Chris Hardwick, but I yeah. think I could be if we hung out more, right? Yeah. So I'm not saying that we ever will, but sometimes I think of him and I have a friendly thoughts about him, so I think I wonder what he's. What he's up to? That's what, like that's what I stop at the friendly thoughts. <laughs> right, right. I have I have texted. What if he texts you back? Then you got to have to text him back. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I th- it's too much interaction. It's, I think I think it was probably four or five years ago was the last time I texted Patton out of the blue. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, Patton, what's going on?" He's like, "Hey, I'm on a movie." <laughs> And I know he didn't. He did not say that. He was he was perfectly nice about it because he is a good guy. But yes. there's like, I mean, 
it's you know the dork forest i get a lot of people who are like i think we would be really good friends and i'm like we would be we would totally be really good friends if we hung out more there's not enough hours in the day yeah to hang out with everybody who i would be friends with because i just i like i mean there's so many cool people i think it's just calm down oh jesus oh, i knew that that God. look on your face <laughs> As soon as I was like, this I'm about to say a Jackie? nice thing. Oh my this God. is not the angry Jackie we paid for. What happened here? <laughs> Kyle, <sighs> Kyle, please give me a good answer. 58. Oh, my God. 58. 58. Oh, that's neat. That's okay. So we're going to do a live one uh, the 27th. Of February, of right? February, oh, yeah. so that's coming right up, isn't that's it? Coming up, yeah. Come out to that at Flappers and Burbank if you're in uh, the Bay, uh, the Bay Area. If you're in the Los Angeles area, drive from the Bay Area uh, and be here at eight p.m. Drive down, right? Eight p.m. at Flappers Burbank. Yeah, I'm also headlining Flappers in March. Oh, cool. Uh, Seventeen, eighteen. That's great. So that'll be four shows that. Uh, what I'll be doing? I'll be mostly in Los Angeles. I'll be in LA or in New York. Uh, Mar- the weekend of March 11th. I'll okay. Be doing set. I'm doing sets. It's uh, stand up at the moment, and hopefully some more too. I just got those. Oh, good. And then I'll be there for a week in April. So. So you're doing? You're going to New York a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I'll be in Spokane, Washington, and then Peoria, and then Winnipeg. God, that's so, great. Well. It's been great to be home, quite honestly, even though our kitchen has been torn up and I haven't been able to make enough chicken. You're going to leave. You won't have the time to enjoy it, but then you'll come back and it'll right. be Doris it'll be Day's sweet, kitchen. Sweet, it'll be kitchen. Zelda Fitzgerald's kitchen. We're, we're going to get we're gonna get new new furniture, too. We're thinking about getting new furniture, like grown-ups. Dude, we're gonna save s- it for the next podcast. <laughs> we're at 60. Let's Fast. go home. Oh, exactly. Fair enough. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 